Welcome to another episode of Game Week 39. My name is Kapichoro Sean Matiza and I'm your host. And you know, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> always with my co-host, <laughs> always with my co-host uh, Mario uh, Ramakanya. Yo Mario, how's it bro? I'm alright, I hope uh, that cough is not uh, some uh, sick excuse that you're going to want to leave work early because Liverpool lost yesterday, <laughs> but in the uh, game gaming 39, it's good to be back with you guys again, back to drop that knowledge. Yeah, I know you, get know, it. you know what it is, you know what it is, and then as as you always know, uh, we never make a mistake of not bringing you a guest, you know, to give you that analysis that you need, and uh, in this episode we have Petro, he's a regular, you should know him. Petro, welcome back. Uh, thanks for having me, man. Uh, it's nice to be here on the Game Week 39 again. So, yeah, yeah thanks. Man. Yeah, man. I think the last time we had you on was Game Week uh, 13, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's, it's been a while. Yeah, yeah it's, it's been, been a while. It's been, it's been almost over, I think, 10 games or so. But uh, with that said, you've been doing well. Um, I think anyone who's in the top 10 in our mini league, our mini league is one of the most competitive, I always say. Uh, so you are currently sitting on seventh position. So you right, yeah, you make it into the top ten. And uh, this past game week, you scored fifty-two points, or rather fifty-four points. Uh, excuse me, fifty-four points, having captained Haaland like most managers did, uh, who gave you guys four points. And yeah, uh, how's that been? How's that been? Are you are you are you satisfied with the score? Um, given that I think the average was. I don't know, 44. Yes, 44 was an average. So you're 10 points above average. Are you satisfied? Are you happy with that? Uh, sort of, but I was hoping to get about in the 60s. Um, but my gut was saying that I should have captain Rashford for this game week. Mm. But uh, I went for, I mean, of course, looking at all the stats and everyone has been going for Ireland. And then I thought, you know, at least I'm to go <laughs> the safe way. And then it actually backfired. But yeah, I should have just gone with my gut. Yeah, um, I if I did, of course, go on with Rashford for that, you know, of course, I would have been on 69, I think, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, that would have actually pushed me even further. Um, but, I mean, I buy the, uh, I didn't make the transfer for that for that game week. Mm. So, I'll have about two transfers for the next game week. I mean, yeah, because we got, what, four double headers, I think. Four teams that are doubling now, 25. Correct, yeah. It's a double game week that's coming, yeah. Now, absolutely, absolutely. I think most managers, as you said, uh, you being one of them, Captain Holland, and uh, a few of us uh, did manage to, you know, decide to go against the pack and see, um, or rather, right on the wave of Marcus Rashford and, and, and his form. But I just want to quickly uh, mention the following before we jump into the headlines. Uh, and I know that Morangi is probably itching to, <laughs> to get into the headlines there. But I hmm. noticed that game week eight. Sorry, game week 20, you took a minus 8, right? And then in game week 22, you, th- you played your triple captain. Um, and then in game week 23, you played your wild card. Uh, would you say, given the past, I'd say, what, four game weeks, was that the key to pushing you to seventh position? Yes, man. And what I needed to do, of course, is try and change up um, with the team and try and get my team as much double headers as possible mm. without taking any minus or anything. So I decided to play my wildcard a bit early um, just so I can get a, a head or no, and also for those price rises and so forth. Yeah. So, and then, I mean, if the guys bring them in, I mean, you have a good chance of, of course, uh, increasing that team value. Um, and that also works out when you do cash in and try to bring in a bit more premiums in your squad. Mm. Um, so, yeah, definitely worked out. So I've also looked ahead to, to make sure, you know, in the game, 25 because of those double leaders yeah. that I 
can actually get some of those players before and because when the time comes I think the guys are going to of course get those people that are playing double leaders um, so I thought you know what get ahead of the pack and then just try so as they bring them in I mean my team value will rise at the mm, same time mm, absolutely. so it definitely works sort of in my favour um, but I know again but then the guys that still have the wild card of course have an upper hand to play it or whatever so I have an extra chip ahead of me so yeah, but otherwise it did work out in my favor, kind of. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it actually put me in the top 10 because I was being mm-hmm. outside the top 10 for a while. Uh, no, so, that's, yeah. that's good. That's good. I think any any moves that are sort of like risky, but, you know, end up benefiting mm. you, I think they're always worth it. Mario, headlines. Let's get into the headlines there. Um, starting off with Manchester City. Uh, they were surprisingly held, uh, or rather they walked away with the point uh, against Nottingham. Uh, were you surprised by that by that result? Uh, was it a shock as much as it was for most managers? Um, yeah, I was surprised and not surprised at the same time. Um, I was hoping that uh, it would be the other side of the coin, you yeah. know. Um, usually with a fixture like this, it can either be a dismantling mm. or um, a team can sometimes rise to the occasion uh, when it, when the top team is struggling for form, when it seems like there's some uh, locker room uh, banter or troubles going on, and teams sometimes capitalize on that. And Nottingham Forest haven't been in that much of bad form. They were uh, re- they were bottom of the log a couple of weeks ago, and now they've managed to find their way up to 13. So, yeah, they did well against Manchester City. Uh, Haaland disappointed us. <laughs> yeah. We thought we were going to get a hat-trick, but, yeah. Nothing, nothing. These things happen, you know. Yeah, I think they're the, they're the actual the best. Sick, they, I think they're the second team uh, since the, the since the start of the World Cup, after the World Cup. I think they've got the best um, run at the moment. Well, in the top three, I'm assuming. Nottingham Forest, yeah. Mm. So things has changed actually after the World Cup for them. Yeah, fortunes have definitely changed. I think they made so many mm. signings. It's quite incredible. Like I feel like I do not even recognize that team anymore. Um, I think, the, the yeah, they're the same boat as Chelsea. Super Mara, those ones are working. <laughs> the signings are working for them. <laughs> I was about to say that, Mario. <laughs> I mean, at least I was not the one that took a jab now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I wanted to no, mention... I'll jab myself <laughs> I wanted to mention that it was not a Halaland, um, like Jordan Lee's team team name. Um, um, so it was quite disappointing, I can imagine, for managers. If also I had Captain Haaland, I would have also been disappointed. It looked like a, a fixture for, 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 for him that... Uh, that uh, he was supposed to score a lot of goals. But, um, I mean, Petro, having taken a jab already at Mario there with Chelsea, uh, shocking, <laughs> shocking. Uh, that one nil loss uh, to Southampton, I mean, that for me was was was, was a surprise. Uh, I was thinking that Kepo was going to give us some, some good clean sheet points there. Yeah, definitely. Because I think a lot of people opt on the James. Um, I know I have Kepo as a keeper in there. Um, he has been scoring some points at mm. least. Um, but yeah, I think it's also the team. It has too much individual players and not a lot of them are team players. Um, and I think that is showing in the, the way they play. And so so at the moment, I mean, there's so much players within that squad. Um, it's, it's, so they're always going to rotate and give each one a turn to, to play. So sometimes yeah. it can be dodgy bringing in a Chelsea player um, because they might just give somebody... There's no one that's like really guaranteed to play within that squad. Um, so, yeah, so, I mean, they, they can 
quickly, of course, change things and then have a good run. But just there's so much players in there. Who do you actually go for and who do you identify mm. as now as a solid team? So they become almost like City as well because Pepe Rolet. So, yeah. yeah, so they're constantly going to rotate those players. Yeah. Mario, I want you to also chip in on this one. Um, but before that, you guys in the past five games, you've only won once. You've drawn three times and you've lost... Obviously, just recently to Southampton. Your thoughts on 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 what's happening there? Um, do you want to continue sharing your dissatisfaction of your current manager there? Hey, uh, I know this is part of the job, but hey, it's <laughs> abuse now. Eh? Uh, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> um, uh, horrible, horrendous, disaster. Whatever adjective you want to use to describe this Chelsea side right mm. now, um, it's it's just a it's a horror, horror show. It's a shit show. I don't know what's do you going think on. Do you think it's the coach? Um, I, I I didn't trust the coach from the beginning. To be honest with you, mm. like when he was appointed, I saw I saw his numbers at Brighton. He had a good run of form years uh, last season, and this season he had made Brighton a scary team to play against, but for a mid-table side, not for champions. It's not like it was Newcastle uh, pushing Champions League positions or anything like that. I think he's uh, lost as many games as he's won, if not more, if I'm not mistaken, at Brighton. So he, he wasn't impressive for me. And for him to come into a Chelsea side, or to a Chelsea team which is used to winning Champions League, uh, Premier League, FA Cup, everything, Club World oh. Cup. He hasn't even won anything. I don't think he's even been to a final. So, so um, I never trusted it from the beginning. And now with the new mixtures of players, I would have trusted Thomas Tuchel more. Would you, more would you take him back? Would he's, you... he's won. He's been there to the promised land. Do you think yeah. Do you think the board would... would, would... Attempt to get him back, uh, and and if he was to be offered that, you no, think he'd come I, back? no, I wouldn't do that. Okay, uh, if I was the board, I wouldn't do it because I think uh, the relationship is already soured. Mm. He left mm. feeling he needed to be given more time. Uh, maybe he could have, maybe he couldn't. I think he had also lost the locker room a bit. Um, the the players didn't believe in the style of football he was playing it they didn't enjoy it anymore so uh, i think there was that i just wanted a winning manager a new winning a manager who's won is proven and just to come into this chelsea side with his philosophy which is proven and everything not grandpa i don't even know what grandpa's philosophy is to be honest at least eth you know what kind of football he plays it's been proven with ix he likes pressing uh, putting pressure on the ball, fast passes, fast breaks. So so we understand him, and Manchester United like that style of play. So with Potter, I don't understand the style of play, to be honest. Acting, yeah, acting. also a lack of, lack of goals also, yeah, in this yeah, squad. No, yeah, a lot, a lot. Surprisingly, mm. um, I, I I just looked at today's yeah, are, most... There's massive lack of goals. Surprisingly, I just looked at today's most transferred-in player compared to yesterday. Um, Jean-Felix seems to be the most transferred-in player from nowhere. 
Um, yet it was Gakpo when I last checked yesterday. Yeah, I think Gakpo will probably be an easier route than Salah, which is more pricey. Mm. And to get in your midfield, because sometimes your, your midfield is very hard to get in place if you have your your current five that you want to stay with and it's difficult to squeeze in another midfielder. It's like the guys that you usually have in your midfield is the ones that are informed. So sometimes it's so difficult to take one out. So there's a timing of it as well. Like, you know, if you've scored so much points, you really take that person out and then bring yeah. someone new and it's finding form. So, yeah, it's, it's way your option. So. But the midfield is where, I guess also where the points are laying now because I think at the start it used to be the strikers. A lot of guys have been playing with a front three. Um, and it feels like the front three is not working so well anymore. Mm. Um, maybe to maybe play with a front two and then maybe play five midfielders instead of four. Because sometimes when you do play three front or three in the front, sometimes it's difficult to, to get somebody out because you will have to take a minus to get a midfielder in. So like a minus four to make two transfers for that striker. So, yeah, but it's... Guess you must just try and weigh up your options. Huh? Yeah. All right. No. And then to wrap up the headlines, um, I had listed Wolves uh, losing to Bournemouth, and uh, the reason why for me I felt this made a headline is because um, since game week 15, Bournemouth hadn't won a game. They hadn't won a game since 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 game week 15. Um, the last win was during Lampard's time um, at Everton, and in that period also they'd only scored twice. Um, so I think it was quite surprising. I mean, for a Wolves team, which now going into the double game week, most of us are actually doubling up on their defense. Um, we see the likes of uh, Kylian coming in uh, and quite a few signings that they made, which have seemed to strengthen their defense. I was quite surprised by this. Um, your, your take on this, Mario? Um, yeah. I don't know if I could say I'm, I'm too surprised. Or not, because um, I think I did mention last week that uh, the the, prom- the newly promoted sides are showing quite a lot of fights. Um, Nottingham Forest up to 13th, um, Fulham. That is a surprise six. package, that Fulham team. You see, <laughs> so like that's uh, highly unexpected, sitting at 6th uh, and fighting for those uh, Europa League spots, so... Imagine um, Bournemouth just pulled themselves out of the relegation zone. So, so yeah, um, they seem to be adapting, and also it just goes with the theme of this season that these Premier League teams. Uh, it seems like a lot is going on with them, and a lot of these teams are suffering to be consistent to get results when they're supposed to, even when they're playing at home. And these are newly promoted sides. And these sides that were not usually looked at as, as strong sides are, are taking advantage. As we see Newcastle in the top five, uh, they were in the top four for the longest time. Fulham is up at six, Brighton, Brentford. Yeah. And these teams are taking advantage of, of what's going on this season. And the season has just been a mess, to be honest. Look at <laughs> Arsenal. Uh, it's a small, small, small <laughs> club. Uh, about to pull a left line when the Premier League. Yeah. 
100, 100. All right, no, but let's move on, gentlemen. Um, the headlines done and dusted. And uh, just reflecting on the post game week, uh, starting off on your side, Petro, green arrows, uh, red arrows, is it neutral? Well, how is it looking on your side? I actually haven't checked to see if it was a green arrow, but I just make sure that you know you're above that average score, so yeah. that if you're above that, then you should be fine. But I think I got a slight ribbon. I think I moved up slightly, so it should have probably should been be a green, green arrow. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can so yeah, climbing as we go along. Ah, <laughs> uh, one hundred. And then Mario, your side, green arrows, red arrows, uh, neutrals. Uh, another week of green arrows. Nice form. I think I'm finding more consistency yeah. than my my Chelsea Chelsea side. Uh, two two weeks in a row I've had green arrows, so I can't be too mad at the fifty. But uh, it seems like no one did well, so I'll take it. I've snuck into a top ten in one of my mini leagues. It's the first time I'm seeing a single digit ranking in my <laughs> mini leagues. Yeah, since probably early on this season, so that is a good morale boost. Yeah. Um, so yeah, up to 24th in gaming 39, can't complain. Well, no, lovely, lovely, lovely. I think I share the same sentiments, also green arrows. Um, as mentioned, I did go um, a bit different from the pack with uh, captaining Rashford, who returned a solid 30 points, so quite impressed by that. And then well the, done, well the standout players, thank you. The standout players, the standout players, Rashford. Um, speaking of Rashford, he got 15 points. Uh, and then last week, I mentioned that for the first time ever in this podcast history, like in the two seasons that we have had, that we had players that were all equal in the top three with points. Again, it has happened back to back. Rashford, 15 points. MSN Royale, 15 points. And Coleman, 15 points. Coleman, we can see that this Everton side seems to have defenders that score. Tokovsky was in the in the list, I think, uh, if not this post game with the other one. Um, so I think they are also being spoken about within the spaces. Um, but quickly moving on to disappointing players. Do you have any disappointing players on your side, uh, Petro, from the previous game week? Um, well, City plays has, hasn't played like the defense and... And Maris from midfield as well. So those guys didn't play in that because of Pepe mm. <laughs> So now it's making me consider do I now try and take him out and maybe go for Liverpool assets for this double leader um, that they have now this game becoming. Um, so yeah, that's something to think about. So, um, so I'll probably, because they didn't play and didn't provide any points, um, so I'm, I'm guessing he probably rested Maris because they got a Champions League game today. If I'm yeah, mistaken. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, but we'll see from there. So look, I must still make my changes, but uh, I definitely might not go three city. Mm. So I'm, maybe I'm, get rid of them. What about Pickford on your bench? You decided to play Kepa and then Pickford secured a proper six. Yeah, look, I only brought him in because I wanted to play him in gaming 25. So, yeah, I should have actually maybe just played him. But, yeah. yeah. No, oh, look, Chelsea, I thought, you know, they play Southampton. Mm. You know, they might it's keep a clean sheet and they played at home. So, yeah, I mean, the fans would have been with him and so. But, yeah, that mm. turned out <laughs> the other way. So, yeah. Mario, your side, you made one transfer to bring in Ben Mee. He gave you one point. Um, thoughts, uh, disappointing players on your side? Um, yeah, Ben Me kind of disappointed me. I was hoping <laughs> that I would be able to keep a green sheet at home to Palace, who haven't looked 
upgrade in uh, the past couple of game weeks. Um, I know he's dangerous in the air, so I was hoping for a return. I should have maybe just went to Tarkovsky, seeing as we did speak about him. But uh, going forward, Brentford do have the better fixtures over uh, Everton, and they do have a double game week coming up in game week 27. So I was actually just thinking ahead, I guess. They play Everton and Southampton, mm. which are not the uh, teams who are full of goals. So hopefully he'll, he'll bring it back for me there. Uh, De Bruyne kind of disappointing as well. Uh, Haaland, obviously, huge disappointment. Not often we say that. Um, and March, March played well. He created a lot of chances. Uh, he could have had two returns in that game. I just missed out, but I expect I expect better things from him to come. Mm. Seeing as he also has a double game week coming up, uh, but, it's gonna he, be he, a, he gave you ten points. Double game week twenty-seven. He gave you ten points the game week before. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Uh, and uh, Minatoma owners blanked, so mm. it was a double positive for me. So. <laughs> I'm one yeah, of you. <laughs> uh, but this game week. <laughs> this game week, those are the Trippier, of course, yeah, extremely disappointing. Um, that, how do you lose to Liverpool at home? That doesn't make sense. Even Chelsea couldn't lose to Liverpool, so <laughs> I don't understand how Newcastle managed that. But yeah, uh, pretty disappointing all around, low scoring game week. But yeah, everyone scored low. So if you just had those little. Uh, players that got you the edge or that captaincy like you did with Rashford. Mm. And it turned out okay. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. I couldn't really complain a lot on my side also with disappointing players. Um, I was actually, uh, let me say, grateful for my bench um, um, lineup or rather uh, tactic because I had, um, who's this? I had Odegaard on my bench and I had benched also uh let me think i cannot recall who i'd benched there i'd benched a couple of guys who because maras didn't play and lewis didn't play odegaard had to come in and i think tokoski tokoski was also on my bench by the way sorry now i understand why you also had pickford on the bench i also had tokoski on the bench i had odegaard on the bench but because maras and lewis uh, didn't play those guys actually came in as my substitutes so how much how much did you score I scored a total of sixty-eight points. Um, thanks well done, to Rashford, well yeah. So it was it was a solid one. It was a solid one. Um, Mario, statistics. Do you have anything for gaming twenty-five that uh, might give managers a bit of an edge? Uh, so yeah, for gaming twenty-five, um, just looking at the the fixtures, the players, seeing as it is a double game week for some teams and a blank for others, so. I'm just gonna just for in case managers don't know the teams that are blanking this game week are Manchester United, Newcastle, Brighton, and Brentford. The teams that are doubling this game week are Everton, Arsenal, Wolves, and Liverpool. So um, for those who have the free hit chip, it's not only about the double game weeks; it's also about the blanking. So if if you have uh, a lot of players who are blanking. And you can't afford to take any more hits. It's like we did discuss, I think, two game weeks ago. It would be a good time for that free hit chip. So a couple of uh, two-game targets that uh, I just want to give managers to look at. We've got Saka, Odengard, and Ketia. Uh, Arsenal play 
Leicester and Everton. Very good fixtures for us now. I expect uh, these attacking forwards to return. You also have the options of Ramsdale in defence, Salibe, Gabriel. Zinchenko scored a beautiful goal uh, for them over the weekend and also some defensive um, options for returns there with Zinchenko. We've got Pickford, uh, Tarkovsky. Uh, they've been playing well. Everton with the new manager bounce back. Um, they've managed to keep, I think, three clean sheets in the past four game weeks. Uh, so they've been quite impressive, and they've got the double. I think Everton play Aston Villa and Arsenal. Arsenal might be the more difficult fixture, but um, two fixtures for the for the price of one. If you're hitting with the free hit, it might be a good option to bring those in. We've also got Iwobi. Um, he returned. He had an assist, clean sheet. I think he had got one bonus point over the weekend. So. He's also a good option if you want to take a punt and some Everton attackers. Uh, we've got Salah, uh, Alexander-Arnold. I know that might put a smile on Katu's face for me saying that. Uh, but yeah, they played well against Newcastle. Uh, Alexander-Arnold. Uh, Alexander-Arnold coming through with the assist and the clean sheet. Uh, so they played really well. Salah missed a lot of big chances, but uh, did manage to get some returns there. And hopefully, he might carry it through again to the following double game week. Um, we've got Gabo, as you mentioned, uh, differential. Uh, he did manage to return, get a return. We've got Darwin, uh, who's looked a lot better uh, since joining Liverpool. Uh, I will look at a couple of one game week targets with one players with good fixtures, one game week. We've got um, Watkins. Uh, he played well the past game week. Um, and uh, he's playing Everton. So he might have uh, something to say about the new uh, run of clean sheets. Maybe he might uh, ruin the party. We've got Kane. He's playing Chelsea. Chelsea haven't been in the best form. Hate to say it, uh, not uh, they are our London rivals, but uh, he might return there. But I'd also look at uh, João Felix. Uh, he's looked the most dangerous at Chelsea. Spurs haven't been playing well either. Uh, they're struggling to keep clean sheets, so he might finally have that uh, breakthrough game. Maybe he scores a brace, a hat trick. And then obviously, you've got your Haaland and Mares. Mares was rested over the weekend for his Champions League game. But I think um, Pep will definitely start him against Bournemouth. Hopefully, Haaland, um, he's, I read somewhere he sleeps with his hat-trick balls. So, <laughs> it's funny <laughs> when you say that out loud. But um, that's something that just tells you he dreams about these goals. He wants them. It's not like when he doesn't score, um, he's happy about it, even if him and Pep are having a tip. So I, I'm looking, I think he wants uh, one more ball to cuddle up with at night. So hopefully Bournemouth will be that game where they can get that hat-trick. And then um, I'll just look, I know we usually leave this for somewhere towards the end, but I'll just look at the player comparison between uh, Saka and Salah uh, for managers who might be wanting to look at a captaincy option. They've both got uh, great double game week fixtures, Liverpool, 
play, of course, Crystal Palace and Wolves. Arsenal play Leicester and Everton. And these are obviously the two most dangerous players on both teams. So um, they both have 22 appearances. No, sorry, Salah has 22 appearances. Uh, Saka has 23. Salah has eight goals uh, to, to Saka's nine. Um, Saka has eight assists uh, to uh, Salah's five. Um, Attacking-wise, uh, Salah has more shots, uh, 70 to Saka's 57. Saka's, I mean, Salah has 28 shots on target, uh, opposed to uh, Saka's 20. But then uh, um, Saka has less shots off target, meaning he's more accurate. He has a higher shooting accuracy than Salah. Uh, more shooting success. Then Salah obviously has two penalties converted. Saka, Salah hasn't scored a penalty this season. Uh, so that might play a factor when it comes to um, maybe that penalty being the one goal you need to, to, to get that extra five points to put you over your rival. So you can just look at the numbers. Salah obviously has the more shots, um, has the more chances, more big chances. Uh, but he has more big chances missed. Saka has only missed one big chance this season, opposed to Salah's 12 big chances missed. So unless he turns that around, uh, managers might find themselves frustrated captaining him this game because Saka is obviously more accurate. But if he does find his scoring boots, he does get more chances than Saka. So if he does get those chances and he does put them away this game week, who knows, we might be talking about the moments I love old. So, a huge captaincy punt. Hopefully, they bounce back against um, from that loss 5-2 to Real Madrid. That was quite the embarrassment. I'm sorry, Katu. But, yeah, that's, uh, that's those are the numbers for, 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 for this coming game. Yeah, A lot to digest for managers. So, hopefully, yeah, I can hit them in half and 100%. 100%. I think the managers heard... Um, and there's a lot for them to to definitely crunch on uh, with a couple of hours, uh, probably 72 hours, if I'm not mistaken, or yeah, 48 hours or so for them to make decisions. But then again, I'm sticking to the theme that we did mention in the past two game weeks that we're going to be speaking more towards chip strategy. As you heard, Mario was literally dishing out all the, the blank game weeks and the double game weeks that are upcoming. So so do keep that in mind. Mark it on your calendar so that you know exactly what chip to be playing. Um, Petro, upcoming game week, um, have you looked into some fixtures where you are hoping to score big points? Um, how, are you, how are your preparations going into the upcoming game weeks? Yeah, probably won't give as long analysis as Mario did. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, definitely. Um, look, I'm eyeing for these games that are coming up for this week. Um, definitely eyeing those that are double edges. Um, I noticed that 25, of course, got double edges. 27 has four teams that also double edge. And I think game week 29 as well, I think it's about 12 teams that double game week for them. And then I think game week 28 um, has a big blank game week. So, yeah, going forward, maybe if you... I mean, I think those are confirmed so far until 29. Um, but, yeah, using a free hit maybe for 29, I mean, going to attack and have everyone double headers in all, I mean, within your whole squad, even your bench. And so that might can work out for you if you want to go for an attack 
um, on those, especially because it's 12 teams that are playing two two games within that game week. Um, but yeah, for definitely for game week 25, um, I'll probably eyeing some Liverpool assets. It's probably only bringing a probably take a minus, but definitely not going to be captaining Haaland this game week. I would rather captain someone that has two game two games for the game week. So uh, yeah, I would rather. So I'm definitely going to go with my gut feeling for this game week to, to of course captain someone that has two games for this game week. Um, yeah, and I mean, like I say, you can of course attack game week 29 with a free hit and making sure that you have all players that are playing. Um, I'm not sure of any other double or blank game weeks that's coming up. I think it all depends on how far the teams go within the other cup games and so. And of course, then everything of course pan out and the fixtures gets released and so. But it is, I mean, for example, also like with Mitoma, I mean, I brought him in after the fact that he've already scored all those points, but he has yet to score me something. <laughs> So I might just give him a few more chances. Yeah. Like, I mean, he will be doubling in this game week as well. So I'm eyeing on him. So if he doesn't deliver anything, then I might get the boot. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, I think that's about it. And then, um, and then Mario, so. quickly, do you want to, 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 to just touch on a game that you, 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 you think uh, you might score points there? Besides the ones that probably um, have been mentioned? Uh, for this coming game week, I think that there's some good fixtures. Um, you've obviously got Man City versus Bournemouth. You've got uh, Liverpool versus Crystal Palace. You've got Liverpool versus Wolves. Uh, you've got Arsenal versus Leicester. Uh, Man United tore Leicester apart, so Arsenal probably capable of doing the same thing. Uh, you've got Arsenal versus Everton. Arsenal will be at home this time around. Same as Liverpool versus Wolves. Liverpool will be at home this time around. They both play Wednesday night. I think those teams will be looking to pay uh, their counterparts back for the losses that they inflicted. Liverpool obviously losing 3-0 to Wolves. Um, Arsenal losing 1-0 to Everton. So I think they'll try and get those wins back. And um, there might be good fixtures for managers with those doubles. Um, Arsenal, Liverpool looking like the teams to look at this game. Well, no one yeah, that is a good point you made with regards to home games, yeah, definitely. So look at who's actually playing at home and then try and talk with those guys. Mm. And then um, Petro, like still um, probably looking into those fixtures. Um, who, who's your captain armband on? Um, can you probably just give me the order in which you captain and vice uh, going into this game week? Um, uh, look, it's going to be somebody that I've never captained before. Um, but yeah, so there's definitely not going to be a city player. <laughs> well, I don't want to make the suggestion here to give some guys an <laughs> opposite way of, of you know choosing the captain. <laughs> but yeah, definitely it's going to be someone that, uh, look, it's... Definitely a team within the top four. Um, and it's definitely a player that is, of course, has a double fixture mm, I, um, that I'll be captaining, definitely. I think we can we can make an exception, uh, Mario and I, since, uh, I mean, you know, we, we, <laughs> we, we usually, you know, giving out all this analysis. We'll make an exception that you don't have to name them. Um, but uh, Mario, I mean, also, I just wanted to mention that that's the reason why we are at the very bottom, because we're literally spilling out all our plans. Right, yes, so we've always been counted. Mario, your your captain choices? 
Yeah, for me, I think it just comes down to two players. Um, Bukoya Sako or Mohamed Salah. Um, I think uh, one of those two. I think one of those two players are going to hold big to this gear coming game week, if not both of them. Uh, so, yeah, they've got good fixtures. Uh, they both play their first fixtures away from home. And then they've got a good rest. And then they play their home fixtures on Wednesday night, both of them. So um, I expect nothing but but uh, a good result. Liverpool is fighting to get back into that top four. I think if they can continue with the form they've recently showed in the league, uh, they might finish ahead of Newcastle and Spurs, who have looked like they're fumbling. And Arsenal have looked like uh, they've got that fight still left in them. They believe that the Premier League, they deserve it. So if they deserve it, they got to go out there and earn it. So these two game weeks, it's a perfect opportunity for them to get the six points, put space between them and City. So I expect Saka, Odengard, Nketiah, Tossard and Martinelli to go out angry. Same with Gabo, Darwin Nunes, um, Salah. Alexander Arnold and the boys to go out angry. So Salah and Saka for me. Mm. I read out the the player comparisons. So it's just about who you think will mm. be more clinical on on the night. Yeah, no, I think uh, both of you guys are definitely agreeing on the captain choices. And I'm guessing Haaland is being put on third. I don't know. 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 Could 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 we could we regret? Because, uh, could I we regret? Can we regret not? Oh, they, are they playing home? Uh, no, they, they're playing. I, I believe they're playing Bournemouth away. They're playing Bournemouth uh, away. So, so it, I look at it this way: even if Haaland scores a hat trick, mm. um, he gets. He's a striker. He gets four goal, four points per mm. goal. That's twelve. Two to appear. That's fourteen. Three bonus points. That's seventeen. Mm. If Salah gets two goals and an assist, that's five, five, three. Two two points for starting. If he gets clean mm. sheets, that's a point a point a piece. Plus, he still gets potential bonus points in both. So Plus Salah three, yeah. or Saka literally don't even have to do as much as Ireland to get mm. the same amount of points mm. or more because they've got double points, uh, double bonus points opportunity. They've got double starting points opportunity, double clean sheet points opportunity. So. Um, it's kind of a no-brainer, mathematically speaking, as well. So, yeah, managers do it that way, you will. <laughs> yeah, no, I think, think Mari just dropped the mic right there. <laughs> but uh, I, I think the decision has been made very easy. I think uh, with with exactly the example that Mari just gave out, uh, I think most managers were definitely going to be seeing those two as the captains, given that they listen, you know, given that they listen. Otherwise, if they decide to, to go with the the gut feeling of uh, a Haaland revenge, probably scoring five goals. Um, uh, good luck. Good luck with that. Um, but I want to quickly, now as we about to wrap up, look into our main league, we can see that uh, I would essentially say probably the, what is this, the top, the top six. The top six never moved this game week. The top six never moved. Ryan is still leading the pack. He scored 48 points. I don't think he's going to be happy with that. Uh, 48 is quite low compared to everyone else who's chasing him, actually. 
Um, I think all the way to yourself, Petro. Um, besides that, I think the next guy after that, he scored 42. So he's going to mm. be quite disappointed. Um, his first position is being challenged there. He's currently sitting at 158 points, by the way. And then JP, mm. who was on the pod um, this past game week in the previous episode, of course, he managed to score 51 points, uh, currently sitting on 1,526 points. And then to top up that top three, or rather to finalize the top three, we have Keegan, who, uh, as mentioned, uh, was leading the pack for quite some time. He scored 57 points, and um, he currently sits with 1,514 points. So, uh, very I believe those guys are already in the 1,500. <laughs> it's crazy, because the moment you start realizing that I'm making up some ground, these guys are now doubling the points there. So, exactly. So you start looking at the games and thinking exactly how many, how many more games to go, or how many uh, uh, points uh, uh, you need to score in order to catch them up. But uh, mm. speaking of that, uh, have you been making the calculations now that you have broken into the top seven, um, Petro? Do you think you can break into the top six? Um, and before you respond, I just want to touch on the guy in front of you, number six, uh, Neo Dizzle. In Pep we trust. He came into the league, I think, four game weeks ago, um, and mm. he shot up at the very top. Uh, he was at the very top, but now he seems to be just, as I said, below you. So meaning that you are not too far from the from the top from 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 the calculations, or rather just this observation that four game weeks, you can literally just climb all the way to the top. Uh, are those your aspirations? Do you have? Uh, other plans in terms of how you're going to topple the, the, the guys at the top? Yeah, look, like I said, I mean, I want to attack this game week because of the double fixture. So I'm not sure exactly what the point cap is between 7th and 6th. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping to. So at least they have about 8 or 9 plays that are doubled for this game week. So hopefully it will go into my favor and then, yeah. At least try and close that gap, but hopefully I can get into the top five. I guess that would be a good achievement for myself. So, uh, just just to answer that question, by the way, between you, uh, position seven and position number six, the the point gap there is just twenty six points, and between you and top five, which is where you would like to see yourself going in, um, the only difference there is uh, twenty nine points. So you're not too far. I mean, it's just a matter of picking the right captain. Um, yeah, and just having that definitely. one differential player who scores uh, a solid 15 points. Going going against the grain. You're 100%, 100%, 100%. And then Mario, your side, um, you managed to push up quite a lot, uh, I would say. I don't know, I don't know, maybe I could be I could be wrong. Climbing up all the way to 24th position. Um, is everything still going according to plan in terms of you um, breaking into the top 10? Um yeah, uh, I've been looking at it, and I'm about 180 points away from Ryan. Oh. Um, 14 game weeks to go. I would have to score about 13 points more than him every game Correct. week. Correct. From now to the end, to 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 beat him, um, and that's assuming no one outscores me between me and the top yeah. one so it's a, it's a tall task <laughs> the tall task I, so, love, I love the mathematics uh, I love like the mathematics <laughs> do you still have your triple captain <laughs> so like Pedro said yeah no a triple captain could give me that 40 point difference mm. and then if we're looking at that maybe 
it brings down the average to maybe eight points uh, per game week, depending when I hit it. Maybe I hit my bench boost um, at a double game week with double game week players on the bench. Who knows? I use that strategy. Maybe he misses out on that. We cut it down a little bit more. It's possible. 180 points is not impossible. I've covered it. I've covered Covered a little bit less than that against Kato in a little less time. So anything is possible. I'm still looking at that number one spot. So you say green arrows all the way from 25. That is exactly <laughs> what he needs to do. He's had, yeah. You've had two two game weeks back to back with green arrows no? so far. Yeah, so uh, maybe that's giving me a little bit too much confidence. Yeah, <laughs> I can come from twenty fourth <laughs> to first, but uh, yeah, no, if there's anyone that fool's I, gold, if, fool's gold is this is what we look for. If there's anyone I know that doesn't lack confidence, is you, my friend. So uh, I, I believe, I believe that uh, it is possible. As you said, it's never over until it's over. Um, it's been done before multiple times. So uh, it's just another season. Um, but gentlemen, um, we need to, to end the show. I know I would love to actually speak, uh, you know, debate uh, and exchange thoughts uh, for the re- for the rest of the evening. But um, in closing, I think uh, firstly we, we 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 always just want to say thanks to everyone who just tunes in to listen, you know, uh, to take all this analysis that they're getting in order to you know uh, get a bit of a of a of a of an advantage to the to the to the to the competing or other to the other mini leagues that they're playing with the other managers so yeah thank you guys for listening do always follow us on social medias we are available on all social medias from twitter facebook and also instagram um and uh yeah i mean uh, always hit the bell you'll always know when we're dropping a show but besides that <clears throat> a quick reminder that gaming 25 deadline is actually early uh, this game week so friday the 24th at 8 30. So remember to make sure that you've already picked your team, you've already selected your captains, you've sorted the bench. Um, as I mentioned earlier, that for me, the bench actually played me, you know, it got me so many points, uh, 16 points from the bench, based on exactly how I played that. So just a reminder on that. But in closing, um, I think, uh, Petro, on your side, uh, any 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 last words for the managers going into Gaming 25? No, just uh, good luck to everyone. Um, yeah, and stay positive and just attack that game week. Um, make sure, don't worry about uh, taking a minus. I'm sure that will make up for, because the guys are playing two games for the game week. So, yeah, you can easily make up for that minus that you do take. So, yeah, go with your gut feeling and, yeah, attack the game week. <laughs> you heard, you heard, as mentioned earlier, you, you definitely are not someone who's scared of taking out uh, other minuses and, uh, look at where you are right now, seventh position. So that is that is that is coming from someone who has done it before, walking the talk. Mario, last words from your side. Uh, keep your numbers on this. Uh, keep your eyes on the screen, and keep your mind on the numbers, because yeah, the numbers don't lie. And check the scoreboard till next time. <laughs> you heard, <laughs> you heard. But yeah, in closing. Um, Good luck for the coming game week and we shall catch you guys in the next episode. And yeah, we are. Cheers.